Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Ava Sadegi. Ava, you are the founder and CEO of Simba, and you are found on the web at Simba.io. I'm going to spell that S-Y-M-B-A.io. Ava, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Josh. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. For sure. Well, congratulations as well as being a Forbes 30 under 30. Uh, you have created something very, very cool. Go ahead and explain exactly what Simba is. Absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, it's S-Y-M-B-A. It's Simba for symbiotic relationships, not for the Lion King. We help companies uh, design and streamline their internship programs from start to finish. Uh, I've done six internships myself, and every one of them was different and kind of a mess. And so we wanted to make that process streamlined and help companies design also remote programs as well. So it's been an exciting journey, as you might imagine, the last couple of years. A lot around the world has changed. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's broken in the um, in in this world right now in the internship world? Absolutely. So right now, companies um, spend millions of dollars recruiting, finding the right candidates. And then when they bring them in-house, it's kind of um, all spreadsheets. And there are so many different hiring managers. There's so many different um, elements to running a successful program, but there's no process. So that's what we try to be, is that infrastructure. So we work with uh, pretty large programs, um, but we also do have a lot of great resources for anyone who wants to start off with having interns. So we have those all on our website for free. Yeah. Um, Why can't you just use the same systems that HR might be using for employment um, and just say, well, just use the same thing and bring in bring in interns and it'll work? Well, when you're bringing on an intern for anywhere from nine to 12 weeks across all departments within an organization all at one time, it's kind of like a shock to the system. Um, and so every all the different stakeholders are trying to make sure everything is in the line, um, as well as um, there's a lot of um, pre-engagement and post-engagement that the interns don't have access to because technically they're only employees during that nine to 12 week period. So their data is only accessible and their communication is done through that period. So we can actually have a before and after engagement with them as well. Um, and we just, you know, make everything repeatable. So with every cohort, you can turn on the systems, automate all the processes rather than restarting every single program. Yeah. Um, and and what are the, you know, for someone who is, let's say there's a business leader and obviously they're aware of internship programs, but they've never been involved. Like they've never had the opportunity, can you kind of give us a 101 on how internship programs work for employers or for, for business business leaders and those in operations, et cetera? 
Absolutely. So um, internships are really exciting. And I think that um, the definition of what an internship is really evolving. You know, we advocate for paid internships only. And we really work with companies that um, companies that are aligned with us that are using interns to build their future leaders. They're building um, their workforce using early pipeline development. So if an organization, for example, like a business leader, like you're talking about, for example, I'm a manager of an engineering team, and I know that um, my typical engineer stays with me for five to 10 years. Mm. Our team is growing 20% or even more. We're planning to go public. I need to make sure I have a team ready to go. So I can start to leverage interns and bring on candidates when they are more affordable, more eager, more excited to join my team. And then I can begin to invest in them. That also makes my my managers better managers, also teaches me how to ramp up um, people very quickly within my organization. And when I'm at that growth stage, I'm not freaking out about my pipeline um, Mm. and buying talent when it's most expensive, you're investing early on. So it's a really long-term investment strategy as as we like to put it. For employers, for companies that are looking to potentially bring in interns, can you kind of explain what an intern is not as opposed to, you know, a full-time employee? Um, what, What are kind of the general best practices or rules of the road? Yeah. So an intern is absolutely not uh, free labor. Um, They're not an assistant, right? They're not someone who picks up your dry cleaning or gets you coffee. Um, They are not someone that um, you can ignore. Um, You need to really make sure that you're ready to be a mentor figure and supportive to guide them through the whole process. Um, typically assume that an intern, although you hope they are a self-starter, assume that they're not because this might be the first time they're ever in the workplace. So make Mm -hmm. sure that you have everything set up for them to be very, very successful and you have that support system. So those are some of the things that they definitely are not. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, obviously um, now with, uh, you know, your work with Simba, but you have a, you mentioned your background as an intern uh, and you've done a number of things, including with the State Department and a number of um, looks like a lot of government uh, type opportunities. What did you, as someone who went through that process, what are you grateful for as someone who had done a lot of intern opportunities? Absolutely. There's so many things I'm grateful for. Um, and my co-founder, Nikita, she's also done six internships in the tech space. So the two of us, when we were building Simba, kind of brought this experience together. And um, internships were an investment in me. My um, mentors, my managers, they always sat down to ask me, what are my goals? Um, what projects I want to work on? And I'm still actually connected to a lot of them today. They've been following my journey. Um, And it's really how you enter the workforce. Um, Students with internships are more likely to land a job after college. There's also research how you're more likely to get paid more with your first job. Mm. Um, So there's so many benefits. Also, the peers that you intern with, they're going to go on to be very, very successful. So that's a powerful network that you can um, tap into and also learn what you like to do. Do you like to work remotely? Do you like to work in the office? Do you even like this sector? Because we're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a degree. So, you know, we have to understand what is it like to actually work in that sector? So that's why I think internships are so powerful for students. Yeah. And then aside, obviously, from perhaps some additional supervision and that sort of thing, what are the other responsibilities that I'm just trying to think of? Um, you know, an employer might be thinking, um, you know, what are the downsides or what are my obligations? Because I, you want to make sure that this is a really positive experience with the intern themselves. You know, certainly if you're partnering with uh, a university, you know, you want to make sure that 
you know, you've got a good reputation with them. And, and so are, are there any other pieces that, that, that an employer should take into consideration? Well, there's some really interesting aspects of internships, too, that I think especially consumer brands can take into consideration because interns can be an amazing ambassador. Actually, Andreessen has um, a leader um, there just dedicated to helping growth stage startups invest in building ambassador and internship programs. So I'd also really you know, urge um, employers, especially that have a forward-facing brand that touches especially you know, early talent, um, to think about an internship program beyond just um, recruitment pipeline development. It's also a way to build really, really powerful and strong brand ambassadors. So an internship shouldn't be an afterthought. It's a long-term investment. And as I mentioned, it's not a quick Band-Aid solution that we need talent. It's actually a, you know, potentially three to five year investment. Mm. Um, if you're willing to work for it, if you're willing to let your investment sit, then you will reap the benefits in the long term. But it is a lot up front, but very exciting opportunities, especially for growth stage startups with building those ambassador programs. Mm-hmm. So you've worked with some pretty big organizations already, uh, Viacom, CBS, Robin Hood, Sprinkler. Um, and how did you, what was your go to market? Like, how did you get, uh, the, you know, kind of get Simba kickstarted here? Absolutely. So I think go to market is so important. And I know you mentioned your audience is kind of in that range um, of SMBs. And for us, we realized, you know, who cares about internship programs? Who really genuinely cares about them as a part of their hiring strategy? And we realized for us, it was really mid market and above. It was companies that were scaling quickly, like Robinhood went public uh, Mm. during the time we started working with them. And they needed to fill um, this void with early talent, yet they or new to building out systems. So that was really important for us is finding those types of organizations that were open to innovation, could make decisions quickly, yet they did care about um, internship programs. So that was very, very important for us. Um, And we keep getting more and more laser focused on that, especially now that we have customers, we can understand who are our best customers and what do they have in common? So um, doubling down on that has been really important. Yeah. So what do you do for client acquisition at this point? We do um, mostly account-based marketing. So that is a lot of different steps and stages from like gifting to um, building warm connections to sponsoring really big events where our customers live, but realizing that, you know, part of our go-to market is larger companies. And that means we have a buying team. That means that it's not a quick phone call and a credit card swipe. It's a, (laughs) you know, it's a relationship that we want to build. And so that's how we do everything at Simba. It's a long-term relationship with our, our customers. Aside from the operational, obviously, benefit of working with Simba, if you're going to be working with uh, interns, um, does this help with the attraction or I'm just trying to understand the the scope uh, of where Simba fits in? Absolutely. So in a lot of ways, I think we're building and focusing on a kind of new category of um, early pipeline development. And this is um, with the great resignation and some of the bigger trends that we've been following incredibly important because internships are the number one way companies also diversify their workforce. So our goal is to really help companies understand their ROI of their early careers programs so that you can have analytics, you can make decisions, you can optimize these programs because when you're working on spreadsheets and all these different tools and you're investing millions in their salaries, how do you know the output? How do you know, you know the benefit analysis? And so that's where we want to come in um, and really understand um, what is your um, HR strategy for early careers? 
So a mid-market on up company probably has this all well and figured out, uh, but I'm thinking you know, primarily of more of your SMBs who maybe haven't had a, an internship program. How do we know where to set compensation? So I would um, urge um, the, the SMB, wherever you're based, to um, study the, the metrics there. I think every state is different. We usually say that a, a safe bet is starting around um, 15 as kind of a minimum and then working your way up because it depends. Are you hiring on a software engineer, um, mm. someone in marketing? What level of experience do they have? Because we've even seen interns who are like changing their career. So they come back in and maybe they've had a master's degree or um, and such. So it's really important that you can factor all those aspects. Um, and I do think that it, it's important for the company to just you know, make it an active decision on why they want interns and when are they ready to do it. And I do think for consumer companies and startups, it might be um, better to start off early, right? There can be a lot of other brand um, benefits to it beyond just the scope of your pipeline. Yeah, you uh, also, of course, Simba, you know, a big part of what you're doing is there, there's a social impact, um, you know, to the what you're creating here. Can you talk a little bit about how Simba's making the world a better place. Absolutely. And it's kind of funny. Um, the way we started Simba, we actually thought we would be a marketplace. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a college student at the University of Arizona, and I was a remote intern. Um, this is over a decade ago when uh, remote was kind of very new and kind of strange, especially remote internships were just not a thing. And so when we started building Simba, we thought we would be a marketplace. We thought we would connect students with really cool companies around the world. And we quickly started researching with talent leaders, understanding the biggest pains they were having, that it was so difficult to run these programs. And we said, what if you took on remote interns? They're like out of the question. You can't even imagine that. So we started thinking, what if we could optimize these programs in such a way that companies could actually scale these programs so that more students could have access to experiential learning? Josh, I, re- I shared all the um, benefits to the student, right? But companies are like, we just don't have the resources. We don't have the bandwidth. So that's how we measure a lot of our success. How did we help a company scale so that now more students have access to opportunities than before? So that's what we think of ourselves as fuel to the engine of creating a lot of opportunities. Yeah. You know, I've got a uh, son. He's in his uh is in his first year at uh, mechanical engineering. And, you know, it's definitely a field where, you know, he's looking at internship opportunities Um, for students. uh, Maybe you could provide a little bit of advice here as well for students who want to land like just kind of the dream internship opportunity. What's your advice to them? Um, My advice is to put your name in as many hats as possible. I think that's just my advice in general, early on in my career and even in my startup, just apply yourself to everything. And even when there's a no, there could be a yes. So my remote internship I shared with you, I actually got rejected from it. And um, I emailed them back and I wanted to get advice. And I said, you know, I'd love to, you know, apply again. Do you have any advice for me? Sometimes Mm, they won't give you advice, but... They emailed me back and they said, hey, Ava, we created an opportunity for you. And it got me thinking, I was like, oh, well, remote internships are, you know, they don't have to give me a desk. They don't have to pay for my relocation. So um, I think there's always a yes at the end and always ask for feedback when you don't get an opportunity. Uh, But just keep pushing forward, stay strong and um, keep applying yourself. 
Yeah. What great advice. If you get a note, like having showing that you've got the, I mean, just that one additional follow-up. Do you have any advice for me? Like it's like humility. It shows that you're a go-getter. It doesn't really require a whole lot. A lot of people will not ask that because when they're rejected, they're like, I don't want to know why I don't, you know, it's like, so it really shows um, that's such a valuable tip. All right. If any parents listening or any interns, future interns, go back, rewind and listen to that one more time. Exactly what Ava said, because uh, I agree that would be so solid if if let's say that we had an internship opportunity for our company and, you know, we, we can only pick you know, so many people to work with. And, but, you know, I don't want to miss talent. Like if there's someone that's like, maybe they weren't the right fit for that position, but I can tell like, this is a, you know, this is truly someone that's pretty valuable. Like I, I could totally get, you know, what, you know, that uh, company is like, Oh, you know, let's create something for her. Cause she's pretty sharp. So. Absolutely. Oh, and I will say cool. that I yeah. even use that advice to for just for startup founders who are listening in. Anytime a customer says no, I do the same. And I try to get on the phone and get feedback because that can lead to my product development. And that also, you know, people love to be listened to and that turns into maybe another sales in the future. So I would encourage founders to take that advice as they work with customers too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Ava, your website, Simba.io. Uh, again, you've been at the helm for, what was it? Uh, three, four years. Uh, what was it? Uh, yes. Three, almost four years. So congratulations. Congratulations on all of the accolades. When somebody goes to Simba.io, and again, that's S-Y-M-B-A.io, what would you recommend they do? Uh, and again, I'm thinking specifically around uh, companies like, yes, we really would love to improve that part of it because this is something that, you know, we want to use this as a recruiting tool for future employees. Um, you know, we grow scale. We want to, you know, kind of, de- you know, just develop that culture of, you know, um, not just you know, producing or making an impact in the world, but also creating a culture of learning and and helping, you know, their employees and interns grow in that program. But um, what do they do when they go to your website? So they click um, sign up for a demo um, and schedule a time with our team so we can have a discovery session with them and see um, if Simba is a good fit. Um, And what we do is actually a diagnostic. So we can give them resources beyond the scope of Simba. Um, that can help improve their program. So they're actually on this website, there's a diagnostic link that they could listen, um, use. And for small businesses, we have the resource page. And all those are free ebooks, guides, everything that you can download and leverage. Um, and we want to be supportive. Our goal is to create value in this space beyond just revenue. That's really our mission. Yeah, brilliant. Awesome. All right, Simba.io, Ava Sadegi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.